one four zero. Do now, you have details on what the renovations are for? No idea. It's just it's kind of a, a general, hey, there's renovations that are taking place at the Cotton Bowl. That's all I've got. Um and we talked about this a little bit on the on the pregame show on Saturday. But I guess what I don't what I don't know, Josh, is okay, how in depth are these going to be? Right? Like I said, we don't have the true rundown of okay, this means this is gonna happen here and this is gonna happen there. But the timing of it is they wanna they wanna get going like ASAP. ASAP on it. Do you happen to have, they made this a membership to the Dallas Morning News. I wish these places had where you could buy one article. I, how much for one article, right? That's all I really need right now, one article. <laughs> but it was it was free on Saturday morning. I don't, oh, how'd you do that? How'd you find that one? That was free as all get out. What magic What magic trick do you have up your sleeve, Josh Helmer? Cotton Bowl re- renovation is what I type. Oh, okay. But this doesn't look like there's a whole lot going on. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't seem like there's a ton to it. But it's a $140 million renovation, and I, I can't help but wonder, is it maybe a situation to where I, – I don't, I don't think if I was anyone – see what that news story sounds like. Click on that news story, and let's just see what CBS Texas has to say. Maybe they've got a little bit more information. Because I don't think if I'm the Cotton Bowl, I don't think I want to risk by any stretch of the imagination that game going anywhere else, regardless of construction that's taking place. Uh, we're doing a $140 million re- renovation. Oh, that's fine. We'll take this. No, no, no. No, no, no. No, you're good. We're going to work around it. It'll be like I-35. It'll magically open up whenever the game is taking place. We got you. Don't you worry about it. It's fine. But the deal does go through 2025 when it's up for renegotiate. Let's see. see. Your eye on this. A $140 million renovation of the beloved stadium will get underway as soon as this fair season ends. Overland Partners Architecture and Urban Design is releasing these renderings of the plan. I spoke with the architect leading up that effort, and he tells me that the historic facade that's so recognizable will be preserved, but the changes coming will significantly improve the fan experience. So increasing the size of the concourses, but also delivering more restrooms, higher quality food and beverage, escalators to get up and down through the building instead of the old two steep ramps. Uh, Those are just a few of the things that we're doing to modernize. It's going to be fabulous. It's going to be fabulous. Oh, it's going to be great. (laughs) So the addition... You know, we had the addition of the upper deck that took place many moons ago. And now they've they've looked around and they realize, oh, we've got it. If we're going to keep this game, we've got to do something about the ingress and egress. Okay, here you go. They'll undergo the most comprehensive amenity upgrade since 1948. Wow. Fair Park First and Dallas Parks and Recreation will be joining Overland Partners on this project. The two-year project, so you're not only going to be affected in 24, but likely in 25, celebrates legacy. Functional improvements include 
widening concourses, tripling the current square footage per guest in key areas, adding escalators, boosting circulation, and increasing fans' comfort level while traveling the stadium. Here's more. Strengthening the fan experience includes improving the in-stadium Wi-Fi signal, thank you, and increasing the number of hospitality areas and premium environments. Enhancing the speed of service for fans proves a project priority with much-anticipated renovations to concessions and restrooms throughout the venue. That's it right there. There you go. They're part of the biggest financial investment in Fair Park in the 137-year history of the fairgrounds. Now, I'm not going to lie. I don't I, – I, no offense to anyone that holds a state fair, but you kind of are what you are. I think this is the only one that is held within a state – this is the only football game that's held in the middle of a state fair. I'm not, it's not like I'm – when I came back from the Oklahoma State Fair, I was like, I need more level ground for the Ferris wheel. You know, I just it's, it's State Fair. You know, it takes up that area for two weeks throughout an entire year. The two-year restoration will be conducted in two phases, allowing the annual events to be hosted without interruption. Good. The project is anticipated to be funded with proceeds from Prop A, words, 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 blah, blah, blah. Yeah, we so, don't care where the money comes from. I, Just get it I, done. Are you caught? Is it charging me more for beer or parking or entrance to this, the fair? In time, it will. <laughs> Shark. <laughs> Shark had the text of the day. It doesn't matter how much ingress, egress improvements they make. Texas fans will be in their seats late and leave early. <laughs> we hope. <laughs> does that mean instead of a two hundred does that mean instead of two hundred dollars a ticket, it'll be three hundred dollars a ticket because of the improvements? Gosh, I hope not. That's a good point from Nick too. This is probably part also of the World Cup coming to Dallas in twenty twenty six. Oh, ab- absolutely, hundred percent. Yeah, good, good, good catch. But I don't know. There, everything trickles down to us in some way, shape, or form. But based on everything that's been said, Josh, I don't think this is leading to the conversations about will they have to play somewhere else for a year or two while these renovations are complete. It sounds well, they just to said me- that they're yeah. going to be able to host it for 24 and 25 while yeah. this is going on. And you would have to assume, I don't, there might have been a time, there might have been a time when Jerry World first opened. Where people thought, well, let's get it there. More people, air conditioning. Come on, let's get it to Jerry World. And I'm sure in that, there is probably a time whenever you think about how awesome that would be on campus. I mean, OU Texas on campus would be wild for each of those schools. It would be. There's no, but there is just something that incredibly special about the setting, the history. And as long as the game is supposed to be played there, as, as long as. The Cotton Bowl is committed in that the state fair, I guess you add to, Josh, the city of Dallas, to say, we know you've got a cathedral over here if you want to go play. We know that you can go play home and home if you want, but we want to keep it here. Your fans want it here. Everyone wants it here. We're going to continue to do what we can to upgrade this facility. It's never going to be Jerry World, but I feel like the Cotton Bowl, at least over the last – 
15, 20 years has responded whenever it's been, hey, you got to upgrade this or you got to fix this or this needs to change. And to me, this says, all right, it's truly not going anywhere. Right? I mean, sure. at least for me. I don't I don't know. I, Joe C. has made it very clear, at least in what I've heard, I've heard from the boss, man, he wants to keep it in, da- in Dallas, keep it at, o- at the Cotton Bowl. Chris Del Conte has seemed to feel the same way. Most fans seem to feel the same way. I feel like those voices that are get it to Jerry World or move it back to campus, I feel like those are quieting a little bit. It's the minority. Okay. It's the minority. Again, the the game is uh, supposed to be played at the Cotton Bowl. Tradition, baby. It's tradition. Uh, Here's a couple of just thoughts on this. Get rid of the crickets. Is there a cricket problem? At, uh, at the Cotton Bowl that I'm not aware of? There's uh, several problems, probably, yeah, that you're not aware of. <laughs> um, oh, this I think this is from Kelly. Can someone tell us who also knocked the ball down at the end of the game? I think there was a couple people. Billy Bowman was back in the game and was up. Key Lawrence was there, too. Both of them were involved. Sooner Gundy, maybe Sankey said it needs to be upgraded or else. Uh, the 405 home and home would not be split 50 50, which is why I don't support that option. Agreed. I I'm telling you right now, would it have been awesome? Would it have been awesome? Sure. Let's see. There's Bowman. Yeah. I think you got to give Lawrence key Lawrence and Desan McCullough, but I think key Lawrence went up and, and batted it down. Uh, oof, I can't, I can't say that one on the air yet. Clint. Uh, the nine one eight. I would rather watch it at home than go to Jerry's World. Yeah, I, I, again, it was just, it was just kind of an odd way to start our Saturday. Monster truck guy has a theory. I think the lady was a plant to get the info out so they can hopefully keep the game. It's a conspiracy, I say. By God, monster truck guy, I think you're right. I think they knew that by Wednesday, whenever we came in on this program, we would need something else to dive into, right? I, I think the disrespect would be deep. I think she was just going for you or Teddy to say, oh, no, we, we're really going to miss you. <laughs> and I think you guys totally missed the opportunity. Uh, yeah, um, 100 you – know, I, I just said that. It's an effort to leave you – Right, hold on, hold on. One more text here real quick. In an effort to leave you in a positive vibe, the SEC should be touting the fact that they will be the home of the four-time national championship Sooner softball teams. Yeah, we've got uh, we got battle series tonight, right? I believe we got a little OU softball. It's weird for me to not have a role. It's like softball's going on, and I'm not doing anything for it. But it's, it's for a good – I mean, we got to spread the wealth here a little bit. And – See if I'm I'm the bad luck. Battle series tonight, six p.m. ESPN Plus for OU softball. If you heard Patty Gasawan with us, there is quite the competition that's taking place at the shortstop position. So should be fun tonight. Battle series OU softball that does put me in a good place. Let's get a break. When we come back. Uh, your text on this. I don't I don't really what are you looking for? You got me got my mind shook don't, right. Don't worry about okay. it. Okay. I was like, Carry on. It's, it's nothing important. <laughs> All right. Here. Whenever the mouse is moving like crazy in the uh 
and the computer screen. I used to be able to ignore it, but now I cannot. Uh, when we come back, there's some good texts. I, 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 again, just to put a cap on it, I don't think this game is going anywhere. I just found that exchange interesting, and it seems as if the exclamation point, bottom line, and all of this, everyone involved in wanting to put the game, that the powers that be that are involved in where the game should be played are still very much about it being played in the Cotton Bowl, and the Cotton Bowl is very much about doing whatever it takes to make sure that they can keep that facility viable. Do you see who's playing next to the Cotton Bowl? Coldplay. Well, that was pretty random. Yeah, I guess that's Cold- a big time concert. I guess Coldplay is doing. Yeah, how many events each year does the Cotton Bowl so hold? I had asked their their turf guy, their field management guy. His name is Zach Taylor. So he goes from running the Bengals to doing the turf at the Cotton Bowl. Pretty impressive. Interesting. But they had had a concert in August, like KCG or Lacey G or Carol G or somebody like that. And they completely re they put brand new turf in. And when they put that new turf in, there was only one game that was played on that turf before OU Texas. And that game that was played there before OU Texas was a high school football game. That was it. So, they had one game on a brand new field, but they uh, they take pretty good care of it. So, they had concert, OU high school football game, OU Texas. Then they have a cricket match <laughs> that's going to be played there. And then they have, like, Coldplay coming there. It's pretty wild. All right, quick break. It's 1017. It's Plank Show. We'll get to your texts next on The Ref. All right, welcome back into the home of Sooner fans, the Ref Sports Radio Network. Top five stories today coming up in 30 minutes or so. show's kind of flying by. We had a nice little therapy session. Blew off some steam. Can I just tell you this, by the way? Go ahead. This is very unimportant. I lost... At least 30 minutes of my life last night scrolling through that family guy. Dude, uh, let me tell you. Thread that you sent me. <laughs> there, was, there was a Twitter thread that started yesterday that had, uh, and I shared it with you and Pop and a couple of other people that know my passion for family guys. And the point of it was that uh, fa- early family guy was special. And basically the quote tweets became all of the moments where you're like, what? How could they get away with this? <laughs> How? And you got to remember, I I rode the Family Guy arc because when it first debuted in like the late 90s, I was myself and uh, Kim. Uh, oh, gosh. What was Kim's last name? She worked at KMOD. I loved her to death. Um, she chose her husband over me. It really broke my heart. But I'm just kidding if you're listening, Dave. But Kim and I would would watch the DVDs of this in the morning, and it was just re- – I'm like, what is this show? So then I fell in love with the family guy, and then it got canceled. And then it, like, magically made its return right as Will was born. So I was a dumb dad. I didn't know. I was like, oh, he likes this cartoon. I'll let him watch it. And I realized, my gosh, Josh, my son was, was growing up on me letting him watch that. <laughs> yeah, probably. I'm kind of shocked he turned out as well as he did. Probably that – 
American Dad. American South Dad Park, wasn't definitely quite. South Park. Yeah, South Park, and the Simpsons movie was out whenever he was little, so we watched that a lot. Simpsons movies relatively was very tame, there. but some of that. Yeah, I. I was supposed to write last night. I was supposed to get one of my two stories done last night. Instead, Josh, instead, we uh, we found myself sitting on the corner of the couch just cackling. I did at one point put my earbuds in because I kind of saw my daughter looking at me. I'm like, yeah, you can't hear this. And then I realized I'm, I let Will watch this whenever he was that age. What is wrong with me? Well, times have changed. Which one was your favorite? That you found. I mean, oh, it's, gosh, it's the Godfather. The Godfather is still the best, it right? Insists. I did not care for the Godfather. It insists upon <laughs> itself. There's there's a couple with Brian, with, with the upside down face kid. He goes, I wouldn't want to have your whole world turned upside down face. And all of a sudden, Stewie turns and looks at him. And t- <laughs> the deal where Stewie was uh, ripping him about his book that he was writing was Are pretty you, good. Uh, you working on that novel? Uh, some friends become enemies. Some enemies become friends. Compelling Got protagonists. Listen, antagonists. Well, well, working on that now. Three years. Three years. Some, some good progress. All right, listen, I got to get back on track. Sooner David is here to get us back to the game. What's going on, Sooner David? Welcome to the show. Hey, guys. Uh, love seeing you guys down in Dallas. My wife and I went for our first, first OU Texas game. Um, Anyway, we met some Longhorn friends of ours, picked them up at the airport, hung out with them all weekend, and I tricked them into going into Omni, didn't let them know that there'd be air fans <laughs> everywhere there. And That's as awesome. it turns out, Texas Bobby, my buddy, uh, ended up, had, had gone to school with Danny Stutzman's dad. They hit it off, took pictures together, hung out. It was great. But after the game, we're hanging out with Texas Bobby, and we're having. I, I made him drink a Sooner Schooner beer, and he said to me, uh, we we lost that game. OU didn't win that game. Did you then? Uh, uh, are you guys no longer friends? Well, it, it tested our friendship. I'm going snow skiing at his place in Montana in January, and I don't know if we're going to make it. But uh, I called him out right then and there. I'm like, well, we we caused those interceptions. We you didn't just throw the ball away. We caused those fumbles. Oh, you didn't play a perfect game either. Anyway, just wanted to let you guys know that uh, it was a great game. We were surrounded by Longhorn fans. And uh, they were obnoxious. They were calling for Sarkeesian to be fired in the third quarter. <laughs> oh, they waited until thing. the third sooner, David. I thought it'd be much earlier well, than that. I thought it might be seven. Well, we, had, we had a ten. We had a ten point lead at the time, and they were calling. I, I turned around and told them, "I'm like, this is what's wrong with the Longhorn program. You guys, you, you had one bad game, and you're ready to fire your coach." Sooner, David, enjoy that ski trip. Because you've got one oh, yes, up sir. on your guy. You got one up on your guy. Thanks for the call. So I okay, I'm just doing a little it's a bit nice of, first. I should have I should have yeah, kudos to you. David sounded like a rather younger man, so I shouldn't feel too terribly bad that I still haven't taken my kiddos or wife. Very intense on OU Texas weekend. Well, um, they, they gotta like sports, you know. They get you I'm not gonna spend the money to take you to no. OU Texas if you don't like sports. There are, do you know what I got this week? There's, there's people in my life that it would be a total waste to take them to that. It would upset me more than it would make them happy to take them to that game because it it would constantly be me like, well, do you see this? How awesome is this? Yeah, it's, and it's, they wouldn't care at all. It's kind of hot out. Do you, do you want to go somewhere else and watch the game? Are there more bathrooms? Well, is there's a $140 million renovation. <laughs> I told I, I I said that to my daughter, and my daughter is trying – dude, okay, hold on. Quick little sidebar. My daughter is trying to do some broadcasting 
and it's and it's not going well. What is uh, what is she doing? They so they do watch like kind of what we do, right? With all of our entities that we have, but for for the Warriors, for the Washington Warriors, there is no R. I agree, but Teddy says it, and my mom always asked me if I needed to throw anything in the wash, so it's kind of stuck with me. Just so I, I'm clear, I know there's not an R in there. Washington and, and Teddy is the intentional mispronouncer. So much to the point that you end up saying it his way. And the next thing you know, you're watching the game and you're saying, hey, look, Kenneth Murray is here. <laughs> Who? Um, Murray. Murray. You, you just play football at OU. Sorry, it's a long story, but just go with it. And so they're doing like the freshman and the JV games. And they're letting, they're letting her do some stuff on it. And I love my daughter. And I told I sat her down. I did like – I know how – Dads that played prof- like high level baseball whenever they are, you know, like Teddy probably is or Dusty is with their kids when they play football. Mm-hmm. I know that moment whenever something happens and you're like, yeah, no, that's not how this is going to go. And that's exactly how I felt listening to her broadcast. But there is a moment that is the funniest thing that could have ever happened. I'm going to play it for you during the break. And then we have to decide how we're going to integrate this into the show. Deal. Because I was, it's like she starts, I'm like, oh, let's look at her. She sounds good. Then all of a sudden something happens, and I'm like, oh, no, the career just came to a close. I'm like, baby, I am never letting you near a mic again. Well, I'll play it for you during the break. You're going to love it. I can't wait. Back to Sooner David's point. All right. I could not probably love that mindset more from the immediate moment. The immediate moment after the game is over, right, Sooner David, you're dealing with, well, it's not really what you guys did. We won the game. In all of the 49-0 that happened last year, right, in everything that Oklahoma Sooner fans had to take, it was very, very, very rare whenever someone was allowed to get away with a, well, we didn't have our starting quarterback because inevitably it became, well, you don't want him anyway. How much of a difference would he have made? 49 points? Would he have made a 49-point difference? Right? I mean, all of those. You had to deal with all of those. And we dealt with it for a year. Yeah. And as we discovered, he made what? A uh, 53-point difference? (laughs) Yes. Yes, apparently so. Um, All right. Uh, Mr. Sports. I, I can't wait to play this for you. I'm yeah, so, excited to listen. I don't think I can put it on the air because I think she's kind of embarrassed about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, we probably should. But I got to play it for somebody just because there'll be a new cut on this so, show after So were you taping this? or I was, okay, the, quick listen. Mr. Sports, welcome to the show. He knows this. He's dealt with this before. So my daughter is, is doing the junior varsity freshman game. She's producing it, right? And I'm watching Monday Night Football. But the Raiders are playing. This shows you how much I love my kid. Yep. And so she's like, Dad, I need you to come come get me. So I get in the car and I drive down to Washington High School and when I sit in the parking lot, she goes, oh wait, there's another game. So I'm like, oh. We got got our uh, wires crossed somewhere. So I'm just basically sitting in my car watching the Raiders game on my computer, on my little MacBook that I've got Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden she goes, hey, I'm going to host this next part. So I played it and I listened to it and then when I heard what she did, I rewound it back and I recorded it so we could have (laughs) Good. Okay, that's, yeah, that's it. That's so, were they streaming it? Yeah, they do a video stream. Oh, of it, that so. is. Yeah, that so is a it's dangerous production. It's out there, it's out there forever. It's out there forever, Mister Sports. How are you? I'm great. How you guys doing? Doing great, what man. Doing great. Good. Good. Uh, great win on Saturday. Uh, 
Saturday. Um, anyway, I want to talk about uh, a little bit about the Cotton Bowl myself. You know, they did a renovation to it a few years back because I distinctly remember going in the bathrooms and having to stand in water. Yeah, yeah. They're doing uh, it. Hey, I'll, I'll tell you this. You know, I, I would hope in my lifetime that that people will take as seriously some of the concerns that the Cotton Bowl has taken whenever it comes to whether or not they're going to get to keep OU in Texas. Because in the end, they are doing everything imaginable to make sure that game doesn't go anywhere. Chris, there's going to be a revolt if they took the OU Texas game out of the Cotton Bowl. Yeah, and I don't think they're going to. I really, I really yeah. don't. Buddy, Mr. Sports. All right, um, it is ten thirty-three. I got four zero five three two nine nine thousand. See, I didn't get mad. I'm, I'm, I'm in a good place. I'm happy now. We've talked through this. Oh yeah, I'm not going to get angry. We've moved on. We've we have moved on. As only, a text, would, as the would one suggest. guy on the text line suggested, move on. Right, there's other things to get to. Thanks, Coach. 5808 writes, I'd like to imagine Mr. Sports with a 64-ounce coffee thermos in his hand trying to figure out why Seinfeld is funny. Why is it so funny? I mean, you just pick up the phone and call him. I don't understand. <laughs> you can hit the beeper on your car. You can find your car in the parking lot. I don't get it. All right, quick break. It's Plank Show right here on The Ref. There's some of the things off the text line that are fantastic here today. Will the chair back seats in the Cotton Bowl still be designed for the average body size of the 1940s? Are they that bad? I, I don't know. If they're that bad, I apologize. Lloyd writes, you know why Texas fans are so PO'd? Because Texas played like Texas and lost. Um, this is this is good. This is good from Jimbo. I'm in a fight. I knock my opponent out. As I'm standing over him, I hear that my opponent was a better fighter. Yeah. It's like it's like that when someone says wins and losses don't count. See Ethan Down standing over Sewers. <laughs> Is that what we're going with? Is Quinn Ewers nickname now Sewers? I liked this from Nathan. I think this was Nathan's first ever text. Really? To the station. And uh Nathan, wow. I would say, I'm sorry I missed this then, Nate. Welcome keep, to the station. Keep chiming in. Nathan writes, my take is that we've been conditioned with the CFP committee to ex accept the eye test, also known as 
We will decide who is better based on who we think is better, no matter what the record says. That combined with people's inability to admit when they are wrong gives us crazy takes like these. Personally, I like it because it keeps the chip on OU's shoulder. Yeah, text of the day. And and I I think I finally came around to that at some point. I, I tried to off the top, but then I remembered, don't play those takes so you have to hear them again. But, I mean... If you want to try to say the more talented team won, okay. But you can't tell me the better team won. You just can't. They If the better team would have won the game, they missed a horrific face mask call. And I don't think, A, it was that bad. What was that pass interference? Well, all right, if it wasn't pass interference, it was holding. It was about as egregious as you can be in that situation. There's also no way to say that Oklahoma's still not going to score minus the interference. I mean, and then the, the other part of it that's just wild to me is, and I'm not getting angry, I'm not getting angry, but this idea that, you know, this was some sort of game that Oklahoma stole in the final minute. I think that's where I get most upset. Sure. Yeah, it it ignores the fact that Oklahoma, oh, by the way, made its own mistakes in the game Mm -hmm. and still led throughout. Well, you didn't turn football over. We came close. (laughs) No, instead we just immediately gave up seven points to Texas via a block punt. Block punt. And, uh, yeah. Bad punts. I mean – had a big special teams run that was called back, and now you listen to Brent Venables and what what did he laid out? I mean, literally, that was the challenge and charge to everyone on that play. Do not pitch it forward. Whatever you do, don't pitch it forward. That was the charge on that play, and what happened? They pitched it forward. And you know what? If he had just waited that extra split second, it was going to work. Maybe even better. Yeah. But uh, well, obviously better because it wouldn't have been called back. But yeah, you know, here's the other interesting thing about all of this too is since when did we live in this world where everybody's perfect in a football game between two really good teams? It never plays out that way. When, when is the last time that anybody ever came away from a game and was like, you know what, boy, the Eagles and Chiefs they really played a perfect Super Bowl? No, Jalen Hurts fumbles away the football game, right? I mean, mistakes happen between great teams in big games. It's how it. Always plays out. And you know what? Typically, the team that makes less of them wins. Absolutely. I almost just tried to throw to a break again instead of getting true in here. I'm sorry. I don't know. I looked at the clock. I'm like, you know what? It's time. I feel like we've done enough here. I'm kind of taxed out after two minutes of reading two text messages. Let me get a break in here. Sorry, True. Welcome to the show. What's going on, man? They had a 10-point lead in the third quarter with the ball. And... They were basically, I don't know if you'd use the word dominating or not, but they were controlling the game for three quarters. Mm-hmm. Controlling is a good word. To, you know, they stayed, stayed ahead of the chains, doing all the things. Ten-point lead, got a chance to go up by 13 or 17. I don't know how you can say they lost that game uh, on the last drive. But So playing devil's, devil's advocate with you. Go ahead. On this cotton bowl, on this cotton bowl deal, I've been going to this game. This is the first time I've been in five years, and it's the same old cotton bowl. Um, and the fair is cool and all that kind of stuff. But when you've done it as many times as some of us have done it, and you've got the opportunity to see behind the the curtain and see where it could be at, 
when it was at the Big 12 championship game over there a few years ago. You know, it's still basically it's lipstick on a pig. I mean, my my son spent an hour down there getting a two bottles of water and going <laughs> to the bathroom. Oh my god! So it's it's lipstick on a pig, and you can still. I don't want to hear the argument that you can't split the. the, the you know, Jerry's rolled fifty fifty because you can put up a couple of freaking um, Ferris wheels, put up some stands with some twelve dollar corn dogs, and you got and it's all good. I mean, it is the most uncomfortable. You know, it, it's, it's almost like being at a large half stadium. That you know, luckily that was renovated, but it's just it's it's time to move on and get it. And, and, and I don't know if they're going to allow this thing. I guess I guess think he's going to allow this thing to be at eleven o'clock in the morning forever because you'd think that they would want that game to be a night game at some point in the SEC. Yeah, and I just I hope with these renovations that are coming true that they can avoid things like that. Mm-hmm. To be fair, though, that is a show pig. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the lipstick does make it look cute for a second. And 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 let's be I honest. Mean, let's be honest. Let's be honest. You don't need it to be dazzling 365 days a year. You need it to look good and be functional for really one Saturday a year for OU Texas to sake. Now, there's other events there. Uh, it was pointed out to me that. Uh, Grambling State, led by Hugh Jackson, right. was the game the week before that was there. And they play other events there. But I, I, I'll just say, your take is not one that many people are agreeing with right I now. I, I get it. But, you know, you do have to worry for your life when you go there. I mean, you do need to be packing heat. And you do need to have, you know, worry <laughs> that when you when you get back to your car, that hopefully your car is still there. And if it's if it's, if it's still there, hopefully it's not on blocks. Hence why they're not doing a night game. There's concerns yeah. about that region. I mean, well, there it can is. Happen anytime. It can happen anytime. All right. Well, thanks for the call, True. I appreciate it. I don't right. think I agree with you. I yeah, don't you, think I agree with you. I don't know. It's just you'll never convince me that it should be played anywhere else. I almost got hit by one of those stupid trains on Saturday leaving the stadium because they they get to a point and you're just you're going across the tracks and I'm like well this thing won't be coming for a while and you're boxed in you can't do anything and a police like literally a car gets right behind you and I'm like I thought we were all moving here then you just stop thankfully they were allowed they allowed me and a couple of other guys to move out of the way but then you got to cut back in line the the problem with the cotton bowl is a it is not built for this Right. It, it, it was not made, and even in the renovations, there's work to be done for a day like that. And it's definitely in, ingress and traffic-wise is not prepared to be able to get us all out of there in a timely fashion. And that's fine. That's fine. It's just it's it it's is part of the it it's, it's part, part of the, the charm. mistake. Yeah, part of the charm. It's I, I don't know what the good comparison would be, plank or analogy or whatever. But, uh, you know, it's like a, it's like an old theater, right? You could have brand-new state-of-the-art theater and this and that, but when when the, the play comes alive, there's nothing like watching the play in that theater, right? Oh. There's nothing better than that movie Right, in that movie, right. For OU Texas. Right. Yeah, it's like the Brady. Well, I don't, I don't think it's called the Brady anymore. But I haven't been to the Brady in years. But whenever I went to see Marilyn Manson there and when I went to see Dave Chappelle there – it was awesome. right, this, this is perfect for this. Do I want to go see a lot of events there? Hell no. But for that day, for that for that night, per I saw George Carlin there. It was awesome. But 
you know, I don't. There's certain concert comedians are like, ah, I'd rather go anywhere else. It's just perfect. Uh, here, just a being uncomfortable. <laughs> is part of the cotton ball. <laughs> That's right. Thank you you, you were correct, Justin and Kuita. Right. It's kind of funny though. Uh, the two one four. It is magic. And someone adds, there are night games there during the fair. I just, I don't, oh, it's called Tulsa Theater now. Thanks, Drew. I just, I don't know. I don't know if that's something that OU and Texas are. It's, you have that thing at night. It would be amazing. But, man, getting out of that stadium would be tough with traffic, tougher than it is. It's it is it is it's in a rough part of town. I and, think we would all agree. And That's I, not being mean. I disagree with the notion from True there that hey, just toss some Fletcher's corny dog stands out and this and that. <laughs> no, I mean being in the middle of the Texas State Fair is part of the magic of it. Right. Right. It <laughs> makes it unique. It makes it to me the greatest rivalry in in not college sports in sports period. <laughs> um. The Mojo Eraser, remove True off this station. We are not moving it <laughs> from the 405. True, you have you have generated response, my friend. Uh, Vinny Paul, not surprised. True is complaining. Good to see Vinny still not mad at me. Big Bad Wolf, he must be stupid. Fred, get him off the air with that nonsense. Mike in Weatherford writes, icy cold take at 1045 a.m. on a Wednesday. Keep it at the Cotton Bowl. I want to keep it there. Um. Yeah. I again. I want to make this very clear. Uh, uh, clear. Claire. Claire. I want to make this very much clear. Make this very clear. I don't think it's going anywhere. No. But there's 140 million dollars worth of re- renovations that's coming. That hopefully for those issues that you've had over the last couple of evers, uh, we'll start to alleviate them. Yeah. These are dealing with concourse space, and these are dealing with more bathrooms. So the Cotton Bowl is doing what it needs to do to hopefully extend that relationship beyond 20. And make some more money from you because uh, it's going to cost more. Yeah, some some premium concessions and what have you. Oh, it's going to cost So it'll give you the Jerry World experience without being Jerry's World. All right, when we come back, uh, your text and the top five stories of the day right around the corner on the ref. All right, welcome back into the show. We've hit a myriad of topics today, I think, from the lack of respect from this dub to the future with the renovations being made to the Cotton Bowl. Uh, Russ in Atlanta brings up a very good point. Why do you even allow these questions about moving the game from the Cotton Bowl year every October? Move it and you lost the charm and link to the past. Barring a natural disaster, the game should remain at the Texas State Fair. Russ, allow me to defend myself just quickly. Allow me to defend myself. There's Darren. Um, Number one, there is renovations coming, $140 million in renovations that are coming to the Cotton Bowl. That's number one. Number two, the security lady, whenever we walked in, asked us if we were sad that this was the last OU yeah, Texas she, game of the Cotton Bowl. We, we, we were concerned. <laughs> that is where this lies. I'm not just making something up for the sake of making something up so that's somehow what, that is the why you ever wonder my why that's my why that might be the biggest takeaway from this ou texas game is what's going on with the uh, communication at the from the top hey. down to the cotton bowl staff because apparently they're convinced that the game's leaving so that's uh that's problematic I mean, this somewhere. poor this poor security worker is probably going to have a plan for what would next uh, year's cotton bowl be on october the 8th don't we go forward 
Uh, so yeah, October eighth, twenty twenty three. The game's still being played here. I gotta go to I, work. I I took another event on this day. <laughs> just, I gotta. Get that's over why, there. Russ. I'm not just. Well, I mean, I'm sure True Suter said well. it was. <laughs> True Suter said it was going to Jerry's world. I heard it was. I, that's what True said. And how about this? Our man Steve in Mustang is listening in in Puerto Rico this morning. I haven't done our check-ins. I get scared. I get mad at that map. You know why I get mad at that map, Josh? What does it look like? I've never gotten to see it. Here, I'll pull it up for you. Uh, I get mad at the map because it never shows anyone in my hometown listening. So, obviously, they feel the same way about me as I do. Will you check out Andover, Kansas, please? Let's see who's tuning in Andover, Kansas. It's going to take me a second to get in here. But, I, I again... When there is, in all reality, ro- reports of renovations that are taking place and the substantial nature of these renovations, you can't help but ask, so is it going to be somewhere else next year? Are they going to have to move it on campus for a couple of years while these renovations are done? And it doesn't look like that's going to be the case. The Cotton Bowl has made it very clear, at least whomever, Texas State Fair, Texas people, whatever, made it very clear that um, the bottom line more than anything else. Got to upgrade. It got upgraded, and they're not going to risk many events. It's like that's why that's why Josh and I don't allow people to sit in on the show for us. We can't let you thinking anyone is better than us. That's right. They can't let the Cotton Bowl leave Dallas because as soon as it does, it'd be like, ooh, this is kind of nice. Yeah, kind of nice. Pretty good. All right, quick break. Top five stories of the day next.